Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWolfOnSports.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to the Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 451. I'm your host, Christopher Jones. We're here to talk football, Canadian football. Uh, next 120 minutes, two hours, um, which is going to be a challenge because fuck all happened in the last week. But uh, <laughs> even Charles, about an hour before the show, he goes, what are we going to talk about? I have nothing for the agenda. So, But he did. He scrambled and he put an agenda together. And uh, uh, it's uh, it, it's slim pickings. I, 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 I feel sorry for him. He's done a great job. And uh, we'll go for it and see what we can do. Last week, we didn't, or the week before, we didn't even need an agenda. We just kept talking and talking and talking. And that may happen tonight. We're going to try to refrain from talking about um, things, current events that are out there. But sometimes they just kind of absolutely intertwine with uh, our society and football and a few other things. We will talk about a couple of things uh, NFL-related, unfortunately, because I'm going to do that because that's who I am. Um, actually, I may just do it right now. Um, the uh, NFL players are, are, are got a sticker on their helmets that says Jacob Blake. This is the man that was gunned down recently in Minnesota. Okay, and they are doing this to bring awareness to what's happened. But now let's look at this another way. Imagine you're sitting at home. And the man who had raped you shows up violating a restraining order. You call the cops. They show up, resists arrest. They taser him. He gets away. He's into his car. They shoot him. And now the NFL, this is a dirtbag. This is absolutely a scumbucket, okay? Now the NFL is idolizing your rapist by putting his name on their helmets, how do you think this woman feels? She's being assaulted over and over again by celebrities, professional athletes, and the news media. When does this woman get justice? Who gives a shit if this ditch pig got shot seven times in the back? I think the police showed amazing restraint in only shooting him seven times. I probably would have emptied my clip, which I know the clips in here, their guns have 15 rounds. Um, with two cops there, that's 30 times they could have shot him. Only hitting them seven times. I'm amazed. Uh, it, phenomenal restraint that these cops are. I think the NFL are a bunch of dirtbags for doing this. This is just, it's, it's disgusting, it's insulting, and it's pathetic. The sooner that we realize this, that we, you know, they're talking about defunding the police. I think we should defund professional sports. All of them. Well, except the CFL, because it's already been defunded. But um, it, it just, I, I can't believe it. I, I can't believe what these guys are saying. It just, it, it's gross. I, it, if that was my daughter, I would be shooting every son of a bitch that had this guy's name on their helmet. Okay. Just personally, personally, that would have happened. I, I honestly don't think this would have happened because that guy would have never got out the door to, to the cops. 
Seriously, I'd have toasted his ass long before that. But I, I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. How do you turn rapists and murderers and, and career criminals into idolized heroes and go to war for them? It blows my mind what professional athletes think they can do. Blows my mind. Okay, that's probably I don't know. I'm gonna I'll let the boys in and let them touch on that. But I really don't know how much else we got to talk about. We're gonna talk about the game preview. Oh, the games from last week. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Anyhow, we'll get to those. I'm gonna open up the mics and let the boys talk. I uh, marks away on some. I don't know, tourist event or something like that. He's he's not supposed to be a tourist during COVID, but you know, he's out whatever he's doing. He he wants to go camping before it gets cold at night. What a pussy. You you sure can't tell he's not a hunter. Um anyhow, um welcome to the show, Charles. Hello. You don't have anything to say, do you? Nope. Okay. Would you like me to introduce Will, or would you like to say anything? No, it's a, just good, hello, good, good evening, and so on. Okay. <laughs> I, I said it all, right? Yeah. <laughs> William, welcome to the show, buddy. Uh, hello. <laughs> um, I'm kind of glad some nights we have limited listeners. Is that what I'm going to say? Okay. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, well, I I don't know how uh, a, po- uh, a woman out there could possibly argue with me. All I all I would say to you, Christopher, is I. And you know me. Yep. I don't. I don't really disagree with you. Okay. No. Um. If that happened and, to a member I, of my and, family, and, well, no, no, but I over. but I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in you that you called out the NFL because all professional sports leagues did it. Okay, all of them. Well, all I've only them. got a picture of the NFL doing it. Okay, so uh, if they no, all well, did it, then I'll, I'll call the them all out: MLB, NBA, yeah. uh, NHL, any of them. I don't give a shit. Any professional athlete out there that put this ditch pig's name on their helmet needs a slap in the ass, kick in the well, ass, they, and slap they in the head. Did. They didn't. They didn't necessarily put their names on their helmets, but they postponed things in, in honor of him. I guess you could say. I don't know. In protest of him, I guess you could say. And uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I, who has there ever been anybody on this show who said that most athletes aren't that smart? Yeah, you have many times. So have I. Okay. I think I said it That's last week when I said that I thought this guy was supposed to have had a college education when he turned around and he said that the CFL uh, tanked the season on purpose. That's you remember that Montreal Alouette moron? Yes, that's all I'm saying. I, I can't say anymore because if I if I go into this, it'll just be it's not. It'll get ugly. Be, nah, I just I can't do it because it's I have my I have certain ideas about this and I don't know how people can argue with me and it makes me angry that they try and argue with me because you can't there is no justifiable I, I got a guy online right now arguing with me right now he says the police do not need to be gunning and killing 
they aren't the judge, jury, and executioner. And if you think otherwise, I feel sorry for you. And I said, he's you know, reaching uh, under the seat of his car. Are the police officers supposed to wait well, until he comes up with a handgun and shoots them? I think the cops okay, showed amazing so, restraint. So I've always, I've always believed that American police were a little different than Canadian police. As I think as they have to be. Well, as far as these things go, but let me tell you a story. About four years ago, in Lethbridge, Alberta, across the street from where my stepson lives, there was a a different race family is all I'm going to say. I'm not going to pull out a race, and they weren't black, okay? They were something else. There was a, a father, a, a mother, a 14-year-old girl, and a 19-year-old son, and they were from a foreign country. They had just moved here. After they were here for about two years, and my stepson told me the whole family was very nice people, and apparently the 19-year-old son got involved in selling drugs and the police came to arrest him one day and the son came out of the house and walked down the stairs with a knife in his hand and they shot him six times and he died good and in my mind if you come after me with a knife and I have a gun in my hand I'm going to shoot you every single time okay because you are threatening my life. And I'll shoot you. It's that simple. And you know I'm not a big gun proponent, but I would shoot you in a, in a heartbeat. That's all I'm going to say. It, it's, if you threaten the police, you're probably going to get shot. It's 21 feet. 21 feet. Yeah. Okay. If you have a knife, you're within 21 feet that you can has the ability to unholster his gun. Uh-huh. Cops know if somebody's got a knife, you shoot them. A, yep. a knife is far more deadly than a gun, unless you shoot the guy in the head. But, he, I mean, this guy got shot seven times. He's in the hospital. If he got stabbed seven yep. times, he'd be in the morgue. I, I, I'm, I'm totally at, at a loss for this. Yeah, I can't say much more because it'll just get stupid. <sighs> yeah, okay. Charles just didn't say anything at all. And I, I'm proud of you, Charles. I'm just listening. <laughs> okay, do you guys want to talk some football? Please. No, actually, I, I would like to talk about. I, I need to talk about one more thing. It's in the it's in the coronavirus thing. Okay. And oh, oh it, now. It's, now oh, what? Are you sure? And it, and it's and it's about wackadoodles. Okay. Huh? You it's all about what? Out there probably know what wackadoodles. What I call wackadoodles. Okay. What's that? Or Not like whack-a-mole. Or ex- or extreme conspiracy theorists. Okay. Okay, I'll try in on I, this. I saw a video of a woman, and she was going on about the Canadian government. And as we all know, I don't know if it is in BC, but are kids going back to school this week in BC? Next week. Uh, next week. Okay, but they are going back to school. 
not not my grandkids. I'm not. None of them are going to school. I'm okay. not. I'm, we're well, not letting anyways. them. Anyways, this woman says that the kids are going to go to school, and after three weeks, um, they're all going to have coronavirus, and the government is not going to let them come home. They're going to put them in um, camps for coronavirus. And the only way, as a parent, you can get your kid back... With a lot of guns? No, no, is if you go and get a vaccine. Okay? And I, this is some I cuckoo this. banana lunatic. Well, yeah, I saw this, and I'm like, did she? I had to watch the video four times to see if I was getting it right. And yeah, so Wackadoodles, Wackadoodles Anonymous, and she's at the top of the list. I thought that was just absolutely hilarious. Oh, okay. Anyways. Now, I, there's a couple of videos that I, a friend of mine has sent, and he's on the cutting edge of conspiracy theories. I mean, I'm up there, okay? I, I, I don't like a lot of things that happen, but I don't think mine are conspiracy theories. I think they are pointing out the conspiracy out there that are against us, okay? Now, you know, a lot of people think I got a tinfoil hat on that, but, you know, we'll, we'll deal with the 9-11 and Princess Diana and a whole pile of other things. We're not dealing with those, okay? But let's just... Deal with this coronavirus thing. This coronavirus might be more interesting. The agenda. Go on. Whatever this, uh, whatever, however, the coronavirus started. I don't care. I, you know, I'm not going to deal with a conspiracy that this was done by the Chinese government to wipe out America. I'm not going to do that. This, this is the American government to try to uh, wipe out China. And you know, it, it just there's there's all sorts of different angles. I don't care how it started. It, the fact out there, it's there and it's real. And I know people who have been hurt by this. I know people who somebody actually has died from this. I know somebody in the hospital right now from this. So it's it's very much real. I'm not a, I, I'm not throwing no conspiracy that this is some way that the government's using this to control us and manipulate us. Okay, I'm I'm not there. I'm not. I don't have that tinfoil hat on. Okay. Do I believe that they went overboard on their? Uh, uh, conditions or or or. You know what I'm talking about. Um, maybe, but it beats the hell out of uh, needing a million body bags. Okay? Yeah. We don't know how bad this virus was going to be. We don't know anything about it because we nipped it in the bud before it got too big. Okay? And, and thankfully, and, and I'm okay with that. Okay? So I'm not in that conspiracy thing right now. I know the virus is real. I know that it's deadly. I know that it's dangerous, and I know that I don't want it. Okay, that that that's where we go. I and I'm doing what I have to do to uh, protect myself and my family. So be it. Now, this whole thing about a vaccine. How do they get a vaccine ready in four to five months when it usually takes four to five years? Okay, were they working on this before? Now. One of the videos that my buddy sent me is that they actually are mutating the RNA, and I'm I, I got to do some more research onto what this is, kind of like a DNA or whatever else. And they're talking about creating humans 2.0s, 
and it's getting them closer to the concept of the matrix where you are being merged with inter, uh, uh, artificial intelligence. And what they're doing is the vaccine is supposed to, um, they're, they're supposed to be able to turn it on and off and, and change your thought patterns and your abilities to do things. This is where some people are going with this. Okay. So I'm not there. I'm, I'm not seeing this, but I'll tell you one thing for sure. If they come up with a vaccine and makes it mandatory, they're going to have to come at me with a lot more firepower than I have. Cause there's not a hope in hell that they're giving me a vaccine that they worked on for four months. I'm not taking any vaccine. They worked on for four years. So no, no, it's not going to happen. Uh, anybody who takes this coronavirus vaccine is an idiot, absolute motherfucking idiot. And that's my opinion. And you're welcome to have your own. Uh, but yeah, I, I kids don't get coronavirus. They're, they're they're not getting sick by this. What they do is they're a carrier and they come home and give it to grandma and grandpa, and they die. So the kids aren't going to get sick. How 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 is that, that? That's the stupidest thing I've heard. It's not the stupidest thing. There's been some really dumb things lately. So you know, Charles, in in Willie's world, you know what the best part? You know what the best part about this coronavirus is? There what? is some good things. You you always got to look at the 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 light. At the, you always got to look at the shiny part. My 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 stepson's mother-in-law made me the coolest Star Wars mask today that I've ever seen. Okay, are you huh. a Star Wars fan? I didn't know that. Yes, I am. She's made me cool. a Star Wars mask. She made me a Batman mask, and man, they're so cool. I'm not. A, I did. I don't like the part where we have to wear masks, but. I I can live with it. So, but I need to be fashionable. Okay, and I'm the same way. I, yeah, I I don't. I'm not wearing a mask. I I I wear it when I go to Safeway. Um, I've been out for lunch a couple of times in the last month, and you have to wear it when you go in the restaurant. But not when once you sit down, which I don't know makes no sense to me. This, that, that, I, do, that, I, do I don't get it. that. And once again, I, I'd like any listeners out there to explain to me about the people by themselves in their vehicles wearing masks. You, you that can't. Makes me you, you just have head. to laugh. I don't I, understand. I don't understand. That makes zero <sighs> sense. Yes, it does not make any sense whatsoever. I mean, I heard one person give me give reasoning that, oh, well, if they're wearing a mask in their car, they it helps them not touch their face or some nonsense like that. But to me, it still didn't make any sense. Yeah, someone explained that to me. Apparently, if they're going somewhere that doesn't have hand sanitizer. But you know what? Keep it in your car. Where where is there any place on the face of the earth now where you can't get hand sanitizer? Okay, yeah, uh, get it in my Seven Eleven. It's in my truck. 
It's everywhere. I, I take precautions. Okay. Yeah. I, I you know. I literally have <laughs> bottles of sanitizer in my car. I mean, it, it's like having sex in the '80s, right? You, everybody was worried about HIV, and you should have been, right? Yep. I got I got married, yep. so it really wasn't a big problem. Um, but so you have to deal with whatever form of protection you can do that right now. I, I, I'm just I'm not going there. Keep sigh. Yeah, I get it. I get it. The one thing that I've never understood either is that there are some stores out there that ask you to wear a mask uh, when you enter the store. But then you go in, you look around, and none of the employees are wearing them. Well, so see, because they, they – hang on, hang on, hang on. And I'm gonna I'm gonna work with this for a second because I'm gonna blow this mask theory apart. And this is a football show, by the way, and we really should talk football. Masks prevent you from spreading the virus if you have it. Okay. Right. Correct. Okay. It doesn't. It will not stop you from getting the virus. Okay. Right. But it it, it limits you spreading it with your talking, with your breathing, and everything else. Okay. Right. I, I understand this, and I appreciate the fact that people out there are wearing the mask. I know mm-hmm. for a fact I don't have the va- the va- uh, virus because otherwise I'd be on a ventilator. Okay. So I know I don't have it. So I wearing a mask because it is redundant. It's stupid. It's idiotic. And, and if it's going to put you <clears throat> at ease because I'm wearing a mask, I'm sorry. I'm not worried about your feelings. If you don't want to wear a mask, that's okay, because you probably don't have the virus either. Now, we live in a community where there has been no virus cases. There's been no COVID cases in Merritt, okay? So I'm not really worried about the people in my town, although there's a lot of people that are traveling through my town, which this could go sideways really fast. But I don't leave the property but once every twice a month. I don't go into the city, into the town. City, 7,000 7, people. I don't go That's into that town. City. That's not a city. It's, it's a village. Um, you know, like, you know, twice a month maybe. You know, so no, I, I'm not worried about this. So, anyhow. I, it's okay. We we got to talk some football here. Yes, let's talk football. And uh, who went to undefeated last week? What was his name? CJ. Does anybody know? CJ. Is that who it was? Um. Yeah. I wasn't first for a while. Okay, yeah, for a while. It was a while ago. Yeah, a while ago, yeah. Okay, so last week we had four games. We had uh, Ottawa, Winnipeg, Montreal, Tirana, Hamilton in BC, and Saskatchewan in Edmonton. Okay, so there was a a five-point bonus for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers for having home field advantage, but Ottawa and Winnipeg had the same score, so it was a wash. 
The five points did not help Winnipeg as they got stomped by the Ottawa Red Blacks, 54 to 48. I know it's five, six points difference, and they had five points bonus, so it's actually an 18 point or 11 point spread. Uh, anyhow, uh, Ottawa beat the, the Grey Cup defending Grey Cup champions, or 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 are they the Grey Cup champions this year? We don't know. Anyhow, uh, Charles took Winnipeg. Will took Ottawa. You got two points there. Mark took Winnipeg, Homer, and CJ took the Red Blacks. So I got two points. The next game was Montreal and Toronto. Toronto got a 10-point favorite on this thing, and they didn't need it. They beat the Montreal Alouettes 52-30. to Montreal. Charles, you took Montreal. Will, you took Montreal. Mark, you took Montreal. CJ took Toronto. Two points for CJ. Hamilton and BC. Whoa. Undis- or BC was what nine and one at the time. Hamilton was uh, three and seven or something like that. I don't know. So Hamilton, BC got ten point advantage, being the home team and the higher ranked team. Hamilton came out thirty one. BC was fifty six. So Charles, you took BC. Way to go. Uh, oh, yeah. Will, you took Hamilton. Mark took Hamilton. CJ took BC, being the homer that he is. And uh, the last game was the Saskatchewan Rough Riders playing the Edmonton Eskimos. Uh, there's five points each. It was a split on the on the bonus points. Uh, but Edmonton didn't need it. Edmonton, oh my God, Edmonton, 57 to 38 over the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. The, the the Edmonton Eskimos they just stomped them. Uh, Charles, you took Saskatchewan. Will, you picked a tie again. I'm so proud of you. Um, Mark took Edmonton for two points, and CJ took Edmonton for two points. So I got two points for Ottawa, Toronto, BC, and Edmonton. Everybody else only got two points. So you kind of fell behind by six points each by, from the leader, who CJ, me, who now has 63 points, and Charles has 55. You dropped eight points behind now, Charles. Yeah, I've gone way down. Uh, yeah, Mark with 47 and Will with 38. Will, you're actually you're sneaking up there and you're getting closer. You're you're cutting the distance with Mark, although you guys didn't cut any distance today. But you're getting you're you're up there. I'm I'm kind of impressed with that. Okay, so the uh, league standings have the BC Lions at 10 and one, Saskatchewan seven two and one. Toronto seven two and one, so we got a tie for second place between the uh, Rough Riders and the Argos. Uh, the Stamps are back at five and five, five hundred football. Uh, Ottawa at five and six. Edmonton at four and six. Winnipeg at four and six. Hamilton at three and eight, and Montreal at one and ten. So we actually only have three teams that are above five hundred, uh, and one of them is an Eastern team. It's kind of rare. Uh, yeah, Ottawa is now ahead of both Edmonton and Winnipeg. <laughs> Gotta love these fairy tale shows. Um, okay, so this is what we got this week. We have uh, BC and Ottawa playing in Ottawa, so that's a five-point split. Charles, who are you going to take there, buddy? Winnipeg and Ottawa. It's five point for. No, 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 no. BC and Ottawa. Sorry, BC and Ottawa. Well, I'm taking BC. I mean, that shouldn't be a surprise to anybody else. 
I don't, I, I don't know why you were picking Winnipeg. They weren't playing. That's true. So that wouldn't have worked out. But, yeah, no, I'll pick BC. Well, you wouldn't have got very close to me. Probably not. No. William. Mm-hmm. Ottawa, BC. Ottawa. You're picking Ottawa. Okay, yep. Mark's camping, so he doesn't get a pick. So his, he doesn't get a pick. Screw well, this. <laughs> screw this, eh? Well, that's up to Sparky, I guess, because he's kind of running the show. You, you you don't attend, you don't get a pick, motherfucker. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, next game. Uh, sorry, there's just this, this war going on, on on Facebook right now, and I started it, and I, I can't even get in. It's it's going rampant. What is this? Um, what's that? Where the? It's let's talk it's CFL a, or something. No, 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 no. It's my personal page. Oh, okay. And I it's it's the one where I posted the NFL guy with the Jacob Blake. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sticker on his forehead, and there's actually one moron out there that's actually a Saskatchewan Rough Rider fan, no doubt, uh, that's actually defending it and, and saying that <laughs> we're a bunch of idiots. And I, I just, uh, he's getting pummeled by everybody, including other Rider fans. But huh. it, So it, they will, it, they will eat their own. Come on, Christopher. Come on, Christopher. There's only one knife and a whole bunch of cops. Come on. Jeez. <laughs> I'd have shot him. I'm sorry. I wouldn't have hesitated. I wouldn't have let him do what he did. When I taser, when the cop tasered him and the taser didn't work, out comes the gun and bang. Goes down like a rock. Oh, yeah, I'm totally okay kidding. with that. He is a, you weren't kidding. He is a writer fan. <laughs> yeah. But then so still in sweets. Oh, actually, he's a, he's a Seahawk fan, Christopher. Well, right now, because there's only Seahawks playing. But, um, yeah. okay, so the second game is Winnipeg-Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan has a 10-point bonus. Um, this is going to be a tough game for me to call. Charles, who are you going to take? Sorry, so say this against Saskatchewan. Winnipeg in Saskatchewan. Yeah. Saskatchewan, in Saskatchewan has the – this is Labor Day Classic, okay, right across the board. Oh, right, Labor Day of course, Classic yeah. Games, okay. Yeah. So we've got the Winnipeg-Saskatchewan game. Saskatchewan is the higher-ranked team. They're, they're the home team. They have a 10-point advantage over the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Um, I hate them both. I, I'm gonna, I, I think I'm going to go with Will's tie here. Um, Charles, what are you going to do? Oh, I don't like either one of them either, but you know what? Saskatchewan got the 10-point uh, advantage at home, so... I'll just go with Saskatchewan. I'll just play the odds. William? Homer pick for me. I'm going to pick Winnipeg. Yeah, okay. I, I'm uh, I'm going to go with... Can I hold my nose? Can I hold my nose and say this? It's kind of the same as when Edmonton and, and Saskatchewan play for me, Christopher. Yeah, I know. I think it's high. I I can't take a tie because that's just dumb. Uh, <laughs> no offense. So now you're uh, calling I, me dumb. Okay. Yeah. No, I he'd said your pick was. Too if I, he'd probably shoot me too if I pulled a gun knife on you. So. Just got 
Yes, I would. You pulled a knife on okay. me, I would fire. I'm sorry. And, and does it matter that I'm white? No. No, I don't care if you're purple. There you go. I, I seriously, white, black, brown, yellow, green. I don't. I really don't care. You pull a knife on me, and I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to take you down. Uh, Christopher is going to take. Oh God, can I actually the the riders? I'm taking Saskatchewan. Fuck! I can't believe I said that. I, I need to go upstairs and wash out my mouth. I gotta take a drink. Ah, yuck. Shave my tongue or something. Okay, uh, the next game is the uh, Battle of the 401. Uh, Toronto Argonauts going down to Hamilton. It's a 5-5 five and five split. Points don't mean anything. Uh, who are you taking, Charles? Argos or Ticats? Uh, so there's no there's no advantage here. So, um, hmm, Argos and Ticats. Well, I'm going to go back to uh, the whole. Um, who would I pick this game if I were pick if they were actually playing it and it wasn't just oh, so someone rolling the dice? Cats. Yeah, I'm taking the Ticats. You're right. <laughs> I don't okay. like Toronto. Yeah, I'm not a big Toronto fan, but I'm being less and less of a Ticats fan lately, especially since they won't get rid of that Brandon Banks guy. Uh, William. Let's see. Let's see, Matt Nichols, Jeremiah Mazzoli. Matt Nichols, yeah, that's, that's a tough Jeremiah Mazzoli. <laughs> Matt Nichols, Jeremiah Mazzoli. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna take Hamilton. Okay, you're taking the ham. Hammer and CJ has taken TO because every time I've taken TO this year, they've won. So I'm taking the Argos. The last game, Battle of Alberta, Edmonton into Calgary, Calgary with 10-point advantage here. Charles. Uh, Edmonton 10-point, or excuse me, Calgary 10-point advantage. The first game is always in Calgary. Calgary almost always whips Edmonton in this game. So, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Calgary in this. This uh, This one's an easy one for me. You're going with the stamps, right? 100%. Yep. And William? I'm going with Edmonton. <laughs> sure. No, yeah. You're going to go with Edmonton, are you? You, you picked really? them for a tie over the Riders, but you're going to pick them to beat your own stamps? The whole world is going crazy, okay? Hold on to that. Including William, so. Okay. Uh, I'm taking Calgary. Okay, I just got told I got to be quiet because my son-in-law is sleeping, so I'll I'll be less less noisy. I okay, say make more noise. This. No, no, no. He gets up at one I'm o'clock just, in the I'm morning to kidding. go to work. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I think I think you should go up and shoot him 
No, 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 no. He actually owns more guns than I do. But he's sleeping. <laughs> so I have an advantage. Uh, <laughs> okay. So um, that's that. We're going to put those in the books, and I hope Sparky got them. Uh, CFL players are opting out to try the NFL. Why not? Okay. None of the Canadian players. I, I haven't seen any of the Canadian players opting out. Have you? Uh, yeah, uh, Javon Katoy. Does he have a chance in the NFL or no? Not no, I really don't think so. Okay, so he was still pretty much a fringe guy in the CFL. But uh, I'm sorry, I like Javon Katoy too. I think he's a good receiver, but uh, he's not going to make it in the U.S. in the NFL. Not a chance. So by opting out of his contract, he's giving up any rights to any money from the Canadian government. Mm, yeah, I, I believe. Okay. So. Well, We'll go back to the beginning of the show when Will said that these are football players and they're not really bright. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Because I'm looking down this list here of all of the guys that have – there's a list that has all of the guys that have opted out of their CFL contracts um, to go down to the NFL – Mm-hmm. Probably ninety-five percent of them I've honestly never heard of. Yeah, and and that's okay. I, I'm okay with them doing this. The majority yeah, of those, I, I think, all I, I think all of them um, would would have been free agents in February anyhow. So opting out of your yeah. contract now really means nothing in the overall scope of things, other than the team doesn't have great access to them to re-sign them for next year. But that's their loss. I'm sure for every player that's left the CFL, there's four or five that want to take their place. (laughs) What was that? I'm laughing at what Will posted. What? The bomber. You got to look in the chat. I am. Pick up Mark after he's shaved. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I have no comment. <laughs> now, 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 one of the things, I don't know if you realize this, and, and I think maybe Charles realizes this, but the NFL has increased their practice rosters yep. from 10 players to 16 players. And so there might be a few guys that opt out to go down to the NFL who make a practice roster. And you know what? You can make some pretty good coin on the practice roster in the NFL. And since you're not going to be making any money in the CFL, I think it's a pretty good decision. That's actually a good point. You know what I mean? I hadn't really thought too much about that, but you're actually right about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do have a good chance of making the team, but... do they, they have a good chance of playing? What is it? I think it's eighty five hundred dollars a week. Okay, is what you make on the practice yeah. roster. And that's that's far more than you would get on Serb. Yeah, absolutely. 
Ask, ask Mark. And that's yeah. probably why this is um, probably why these guys are going down there. This makes sense, actually. Now, I never well, actually really thought about guys, that, but yeah. A lot of guys have opted out from the NFL, and these guys might get an opportunity down there. You know, and and you know what? They may not stick for any longer than a year, but I think that's all they're looking for, anyways. But in reality, I know that Nate Hawley and uh, Quinton McManus have both signed contracts in the NFL. Okay, so that's an interesting concept. What I mean, they can drop them at any second, but it's still they have signed contracts. So, and I think they are the only two so far that have been officially signed by the NFL. Hmm. Okay. Good for them. I I hope they make it. I hope they make some money. Right, I really do. I, you know, they're not going to make again, money in the CFL. Right. Once again, so, we've talked about not you can't you can't argue with a guy who's just trying to feed his family. It's that simple. That's true. No, exactly. And if you can get on down there, like Will said, make $8,500 a week on a practice roster, and if, if you thought you had a decent shot at doing that, why not at that point? Because they do have the expanded. So there's, what, 32 teams in the NFL, and they've expanded their roster by six. So six times 32, that's like 186 practice roster spots that just opened up. So why not try for it? At this point, you're not going to get anything up here unless you're staying for the CERB and uh, two grand a month or 8500 bucks a week. That's not a hard choice. And how long yeah. is the NFL season, Charles? Uh, it goes until, well, basically it goes January, until the February. end of December and then January is when the playoffs start. So, and the Super Bowl is usually at the beginning of February. So, September, October, November, December, four months, 16 mm-hmm. weeks. That's like, you know, that's, here, I'll do the math. That's like 136 grand. <laughs> not a, it's not something to say no Take to. Take a stick at. Especially in American dollars. Yeah. If you're going to come back to Canada. So, just saying. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't blame them one bit. I don't begrudge them their opportunity. I mean, I I mean it's going to it this whole this whole pandemic and and not having a CF a CFL season this year is going to shake up the rosters in the CFL big time. Sure it is. So you know, we're not going to recognize teams next year if there is a next year. 
That's true. So, we shall see. Yeah. We'll see who comes back. We'll see who's back in February for, for free agency. And, I mean, that's the bottom line. Now, anybody who made the practice roster in the NFL this year and sat on the bench for the entire season and, and, and made it a bucket full of money is going to try to do the same thing next year. Now, yeah. is the NFL going to cut their their practice roster down, back down to 10 and from 16 again, and those places are going to vaporize? We don't know that yet. Okay. Is the XFL going to be up and running and available? And uh, is there going to be roster opportunities for these people? Well, they would have been free agents anyhow, so they would have gone anyhow. So what's the difference? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not begrudging these guys the opportunity to make a living, especially when their their living up here has been canceled. I feel bad for them. Okay. So, um, CFL head office lays off and furloughs office staff. It's about time. I'm actually surprised they haven't done it before now. Well, I thought they had, (laughs) but I guess they got rid of pretty much everybody. Did they get rid of the commissioner? He should have been the first one to be furloughed. I personally, I think, you know, he's the highest paid guy that's doing nothing. So, yeah, toast mm-hmm. his ass. I don't know. So, yeah, the CFL lays off these people. Now, the only guy that uh, I noticed that there was one thing, and, and who was it that said it? Was it that, 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 that sports guy from from Winnipeg? What's his name? The annoying old guy. Say that again. Who's the annoying uh, media guy Bob in Winnipeg? Irving. Bob, Irving. Bob Irving. Bob Irving. Irving. Um, somebody said that the uh, they let the statistician go. The Rick, Rick, whatever his name is. Yeah, the CFL stat, uh, statistician, and uh, they said that they hope that he comes back or somebody more uh, as capable. Um. I don't understand. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I the guy's done a great job in the stats, but the, the CFL's really dropped the ball in trying to uh, relay that information to us. They seem to do really well giving it to the media, but there's no real good in, uh, interface with the fans. The website still sucks. Still sucks, and it's not getting any better. And it hasn't no. done it. You'd think that with a year off, they could fix a whole pile of things, but they're probably going to claim claim poverty. Mm-hmm. And they're probably right. Okay. So let's move on from this. CFL players weigh in and have decided that Brian Burnham has the best hands in the league. Well, thank you, Captain Obvious. How how is that even slim pickings? I mean, yeah. Who else would it be? Uh, 
I don't know. There used to be uh, argument with Deron Carter. That's uh, not there anymore. Did he play last if year? If it ever was there. Who? Deron Carter. He played for the Lions. I didn't even notice. Not many people did because he didn't do much. Yep. Yeah, there wasn't, he didn't do a whole lot with BC. He had one game where he had, I think, two touchdowns, and that was his big, that was his big uh, highlight of the year. Are you yeah. telling me that BC actually scored two touchdowns in one game last year? Yeah, strange. It was against Ottawa, so it's not wasn't really oh, anything okay. to get excited about. But okay, we beat Ottawa. So they won that game. In Toronto won. They won that game. That was the entire 14, season. Thirteen or what? What's that? I said they won that game fourteen thirteen or what? They actually blew Ottawa out twice. They shut them out. No, they didn't shut them out, did they? No, but they hammered no. them both times. Yeah, it was, and, and I that think they beat Toronto. They, they beat Toronto because Chris Rainey stepped on the back line. Yeah, great. I remember that. They got five wins last year. Who else did they beat? Uh, they lost to Winnipeg. They lost to Edmonton. They lost to Calgary. They they beat Toronto eighteen uh, seventeen. They lost to yeah. Edmonton. They lost to Saskatchewan. They Saskatchewan. Uh, they had a bye. They that was uh, lost a, that to Hamilton. Win because they didn't lose. Yeah, they um, lost to Hamilton by one point, thirty five thirty four. Uh, they lost to Winnipeg. They lost to Hamilton. Uh, they had well, a bye. They they lost to Montreal. They beat they, Ottawa they beat 29-5. Hang on, I yeah. haven't got to it yet. Oh, they, oh you're on they, the schedule, too. Okay. I, I'm going by, by, by the whole year. Right. So okay. uh, they beat Ottawa 29-5. Yep. to five. They beat Ottawa 40-7. to seven. Uh, They beat Montreal 25-23. They beat Toronto 55-8. to eight. They lost to Edmonton. They lost to Saskatchewan. They had a bye in week 20, and they lost to Calgary in week 21. They were not in the playoffs. Yeah, they. Nope. I mean, when they won, they won convincingly, but they, they, they beat Toronto, Montreal, and Ottawa. I mean, fuck, who didn't? <laughs> I forgot they actually had a four-game winning streak last September. Yeah. yeah they just they, Ottawa, they went Ottawa, on. Montreal, Toronto. They were on a roll. Four-game winning streak when well, it was pretty impressive. Here, Me too. Okay. So, yeah, Brian Burnham has the best hands in the CFL. I don't think there's anybody that can really argue with that. William, you're not the BC what fan. What, what was that? said, doesn't he play receiver? Yes. Well, he better have good hands then. Yes. 
but they say he's the best okay. receiver. Well, was he is was he the leader? Who was the leading pass catcher last year? Oh, stats, player, player stats. Let's go to player stats. The season was twenty one. Let's go to pat. No, not passing. Go to receiving, and it was receiving. Brandon Banks. Okay, and where was Burnham at? Burnham was number two. And okay, so. let's just see what happened. Uh, Bank, Banks had more receptions. Uh, he had he had twelve more attempts. Okay, the ball was thrown at him twelve more times, and he yeah. uh, was fifty uh, eight yards more. How many did he? How many were? He was. 1,550 yards, and Burnham was 1,492. No, I'm talking catches. Actual catches was uh, uh, 112, and Burnham had 100. Right, but Banks got 15 more balls thrown his way, right? That's correct. 12 so that more. Would mean Burnham, that would mean Burnham is, is a better receiver. Well, if you go strictly off of stats, we're talking about unbelievable catches here, I think. Is that what we're talking about? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I, that's, that, that, that's, that's what uh, best hands in football would mean to me. Yeah, is the, the, guy that makes the, most, the guy that makes the most, uh, I think, like, most incredible catches is kind of the idea. Of yeah, but no, no. To me, to me, best hands in the CFL means the guy who caught the most balls because – Obviously, you have the best hands if you've caught the most balls. Well, yes and no. I mean, if you're catching a a, a five-yard screen pass, like, big deal. A lot of those ones that Brandon Banks, he caught and then he ran, they were almost like long handoffs. Burnham's always down yeah. the field making catches in, in between True. three different guys. I mean, I mean, Nick Lewis says that he could get 1,000 yards in the CFL right now if they threw him the ball 150 times. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, hey. And he's probably right. But, yeah, I would. I mean, try and knock over a 300-pound receiver. Okay, hard to do. Anyways. Um, I don't think Nick's 300 pounds. Well, he's too... 60 or something like that. I don't I don't know currently cuz I don't listen to his show anymore. Well, I'm pretty sure he doesn't just blurt out his weight. Pardon me? Yeah. He doesn't just blurt out his weight. Blurt out his weight. What was that? I said I'm pretty sure he just doesn't blurt out his weight on the show. Oh, yes, he does all the time. All the time. He does. Then you don't listen? Yeah. He knows no, I don't listen because he talks about, you know what, so, and I'm not listening to it anymore. Was Black he, Lives Matter. Here's, oh, does he? Is that what his show's about? Oh, oh right now it is, yeah. That's all, that's all he talks about, so I'm not interested. No, I understand. Wow, that's pretty weird. How do how do you have a football show and talk about things like that? I don't know, who would do that? 
Well, he does that because now he has all these guests, and usually they're of the yes. same mindset is, is what I'm going to say. Okay. Pretty diplomatic. And, uh, yeah, yeah, the same mindset. And, uh, yeah, I and I don't know because I haven't listed, listened for, I think, at least six weeks, eight weeks, something like that. And it's too bad because it looks like he's had some pretty good guests on there. So your fav- I think your favorite uh, football player of all time was on there, Christopher. Who's that? Damon Allen. <laughs> yeah. So. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah. Whatever. I have no response to that. I'm not going to go there. Okay. Well, I know, but you're you're not a big BLM fan either. I was always a David Allen fan, though. You were a Damon Allen fan? Really? Yeah. Did you ever watch him play? I was. I did, actually. Yeah, and you and you and you still liked him. Well, yeah. But then you you liked Marcus Crandall too, right? So. Yeah, but but but. Hey, he won a great cup. He's stuck in yeah. this league. He's stuck. He's stuck in this league for an awful long time, man. And yeah, and so does Anthony very, Calvillo. And he, was, and he was very successful in this league. Okay. So no, he just put say. up a lot of numbers because he was around for a long time. He was just not smart enough when to know when to retire. Yeah, but how many? Well, he great won cups multiple Grey Cups. I was going to yeah, say at least did. three or four. Yeah. Isn't that what he it's all two. about? He won two with Edmonton, one with BC, and one with Toronto. Yeah. 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 So, you know. Wow, these guys are still going at it. Yeah, it's I all saw Donald. That. It's all Don, Donald Trump's fault. Yes, it is. Thought I threw that in. There. I thought I threw that in there to keep it going. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I don't think you need to need to. It's going. This is like twelve, fourteen posts since then. Yeah. Oh really? I haven't looked lately. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's this, this. Dylan just won't let go. He's like a pit bull. I love it when two rider fans are fighting. Yeah. They Dylan actually, never lets any, Dylan never lets anything go. They could actually meet in the same city and have a brawl. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, and they literally could. Um, there was something I wanted to say that was kind of interesting. And it had nothing to do with this. It actually had to do with football. Hmm, maybe it'll come to me again. I don't know. Okay, uh, Saskatchewan replaces the Labor Day Classic with Saskatchewan Rough Rider Day. When isn't it... Saskatchewan Rough Rider Day in Saskatchewan. I don't know. Is the Labor Day Classic... What else have you got to celebrate? Losses to cancel the season? Well, please tell me what the Labor Day Classic is. I always thought that was Toronto and Hamilton. Well, they've pretty much made it now, like the 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 whole Labor Day weekend, and they've got the three games that happen every single year, which is Toronto and uh, Hamilton... Edmonton, Calgary, and Winnipeg and Saskatchewan. So because those happen on the same weekend uh, every year, they pretty much refer now all of them as the Labor Day Classic. 
Yeah, because the Alberta game was also the uh, Labor Day Classic, and then the, the yep. second follow-up game was the Battle of Alberta, right? Yes. Just like the, the Labor Day Classic in Saskatchewan and then the Banjo Bowl in Winnipeg. And I don't think there's a follow- name for a follow-up game in Toronto. In fact, next week there isn't a follow-up game. There wouldn't have been a follow-up game this season because BC plays Toronto next week. Yes, this is usually right. when BC gets the bye, and we're playing Ottawa this this week and, and Toronto next week. Still only having one bye. And t- teams like Winnipeg have already had three. Okay. So they're replacing the Labor Day Classic Monica with Saskatchewan Rough Rider Day. Don't you think that that's a little, um, uh, I don't want to use the word presumptuous, but arrogant? I mean, there's another team that plays in this game. It's called Winnipeg, and I think Winnipeg wins most of them, don't they? No. Other way around. Well, not recently. Saskatchewan usually wins. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Hmm. Any any comments on this? You want to talk about it? You want to say anything? You know, can you want to trash the Rough Riders here, or you just going to ignore this whole thing? Eh, and let me far from the tr- tread water here. <laughs> trying to drag this out, and you guys aren't helping. You know, uh, we're over halfway through, and we're not halfway through I mean, the show seriously, yet. What, even without uh, coronavirus, what else are they? Is a big uh, celebratory thing in Saskatchewan. I mean, I mean, uh, corner gas Crap. day. I, I don't know. Um, Go for hunting. I don't know. What? Go, Go for, for hunting. hunting. Yeah. That's what Let's I did when I was fun. lived in Saskatchewan. I went mm-hmm. shooting drovers. They all go outside. Look, there goes Jethro's dog. He ran away 12, 12 days ago. There he's over there now. I don't know. He's, he's still running. It's more like that in Saskatchewan, in, in Regina area. It's not really like that over in the west side of Saskatchewan. I'm not it's making little, fun of Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan people. Well, I am a little bit, but... I mean, you know, this whole thing about COVID, is it going to shut down their bowling and curling? Because literally they won't have anything to do then. I don't know. Have they talked about? Have they talked about... The Western Hockey League yet? Are they closing it's down? Done. It's done. It's over. It's over. It's not. It's not going. Okay, so yeah, all they do have is curling and bowling. Hmm. Mind you, I guess isn't cow tipping? Uh, isn't cow tipping something you can do? Yeah, and you can I do don't that. know. You can do that by yourself if you, if you wear a mask too. You know. Well, I, I think. Mean? Have you well, ever tried to tip over a cow? They're pretty heavy. Yeah, they are. Well, but does that have some serious leverage? Can't they go ice fishing? Yeah, ice fishing. They can do that. Out there in their shanties. Yeah. <laughs> That's Jared. Jared does that a lot. In yes, he does. Yeah, but he's from Manitoba. He looks like he's from Saskatchewan, but he's from Manitoba. So, 
I, I know for a fact Jared does not listen to this show, and you're probably lucky. <laughs> probably, I was going to say, that's a good thing for Will. Yeah, that's okay. You can't take a joke, who are you? I do believe... Yeah, gave a, I do believe... Gave, uh, sorry, go ahead. We gave a good shout-out to Neil Kroll last week, and... Uh, and uh, he didn't follow up. He didn't he didn't respond in any way. I maybe he's not listening to the show anymore. Probably not. But no. he's busy messaging uh, Charles all the time. So I don't think I haven't gotten a message from him for a while. I don't think. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I went on an anti-Semitic rant this rant today, so well, that probably wouldn't have done me any good. Probably not. No. Yeah, well, I don't think you're popular with a lot of people today, Christopher. So, I'm not. No, saying. I'm not. And and, and I'm, I'm okay he with that. He doesn't care either. No, not at all. Not the slightest I don't care. Actually, I do care, Charles. I have fun with it. Okay? Yeah, that's true. Well, but, but, you see, but you see, I guess they don't know you like we know you. I mean, I'm not surprised by the way you think. I'm sure Charles isn't surprised either. Oh, I'm more than used to it by now. Okay, yeah. so why would they be not? Why would they be surprised? Okay, listen, Charles tolerates the way that I think. Will yes. you mirror the way I think? Well, in some ways, yes, I do, sir. In some <laughs> ways, yes, I do. We don't have the same opinion on on shoes and fashion sense, but other than that, we're we're. we're I, I, I actually, I, not, I grew out a, of that. I'm not a. I'm not a big gun proponent, sorry, but okay. I, I I know where where their place is, okay, and and but yeah, other than that, we're pretty much uh, yeah on the same page. Well, just okay, thinking, you know? I, I'm going to touch the gun thing just for a second, okay? Wasn't there just a big yeah. shooting in Toronto where six or seven people got shot in one night? I don't know, was there? I think those things are so common. There was something. I don't don't know the details, but I know there was something like that not that long ago. Okay. The liberals just banned 1,500 guns. Did the criminals not get the message from the RCMP like the rest of us? Like, they're not supposed to be using these guns. The RCMP... No. They're not. So, So how can there be this killings? Well, because people don't obey the law. Okay. So then why make laws against people? Well, I don't know, because then they'd all own guns and just shoot each other instead. I don't know. I think that, you know, it's not taking guns away from legally owned people uh, like a, a licensed gun owner who legally acquired his firearm how does taking that gun away from him make anybody feel safer they are not the problem so then why did nope. we just create a law that made 1500 different firearms illegal in those people's hands well because that's what politicians do Christopher they do stupid shit Okay. It's that okay. Simple. Okay. Okay. Those people aren't a problem. I I I I do believe and I I know a little bit about guns because my 
all the steps on has guns and and we have a lot of rules in Canada as far as guns go. We do. We have a lot of rules. We have a lot yep. of rules. Yeah. And, I, and, and I'm okay with the U.S. Of, I, I do agree with a lot of those rules. Okay. I, so do I. I think you could even take it further. Do you know how I can think that? Okay. You know, I, I have to get a letter or the RCMP actually phone my wife and ask her if she feels comfortable with me having a firearm. And they do that every yeah. five years. Okay. And I actually yeah. had to have a letter from her to, to get my license to start with, okay? And I'm okay with that. But I think we should take it one step further. I think that we should have a letter from our doctor telling us that he believes that we're mentally stable. Yeah, right. I like have, that too. I, I have to get a letter every uh, three years for my Class 1 license saying that I am physically fit and able to drive a 50,000-pound truck. Okay? Yes. So I think I should have to get a letter from my doctor saying that I, he believes that my mental capacity is capable of dealing with a firearm. And if I can't get that letter, I shouldn't get the, the, the license. I, I, yeah. I think that should be added. Okay? And I'm a gun okay. advocate. Yes. Okay? And I don't have a problem and, with that. I, I don't want crazy people at the gun range with guns. Well, no. I don't. And, and... And and so I don't disagree with you on this gun thing. Neither I do I. I. I think you should also take, and we're not talking about guns now, I think you should also take it one step further. I think people should have to, well, I'm going to get in trouble for this, have to get permission, I'm thinking permission from their doctor or a four-year degree or something along those lines and they shouldn't allow everybody to reproduce. <laughs> I, look, I knew this was coming this way. A I know that's where you're going. Because I'm sorry, if you'll excuse the expression, fucked up people raise fucked up kids. Okay? It's that simple. You can't argue with me about that because it's the truth. Just look at America. And, and I, well, and and I and I really think that, and we're not even close to football here. I really we think should have that banjo music playing in the background. The, the the problem the problem in this world is that we have abandoned the family unit, and it's not like it was when I was growing up. And I think it was the proper way when I was growing up. I I agree a hundred percent. And and there was a little kid. In a, in a picture, and he had a sign up, and he says, you, you keep saying that we're, we're, you know, the problem is too many fatherless kids. Do you guys keep killing our dads? Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> Christopher. <laughs> That's so weak. Anyhow. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was kind of cute, right? I mean... <laughs> Anyhow, oh, let's Lordy. go back to the guns for a second. Let's go back to the guns for a second. Let's, yes. let's actually create something that will actually work in Canada. Not America, in Canada. Okay? If you are caught with an illegal firearm, you have proper licensing to own a firearm, or you've acquired it ethically. Okay? Yes. Okay. Or... Whatever. It's an illegal firearm. You just you shouldn't have it, okay? 
That's a right. minimum two-year sentence. It's a jail time of two years minimum. Max, mandatory two years. It's not off with good behavior. There's no parole. There's no anything in there. It's no there's judge can't be lenient. It's a mandatory two year sentence for in possession of an illegal firearm. Okay? Step one. Step two, ten year mandatory sentence if that said firearm is used in a crime. Okay? If you get caught with an illegal handgun after you've just robbed a store you're automatically in jail for 10 years, okay? If, if that handgun or that, sorry, that firearm, res, the usage of that firearm results in the death of an individual, it's life. I have no problems with that. No, I think that's good. Okay? And I don't know if that will deter people from using illegal firearms. But when they're yeah, caught, the they're problem, off the street. The, they're off the street. That's that's but, my goal. But the, but the problem with it is, Christopher, yes. here's the problem with it. You, you have these mandatory sentences, okay, but that violates my human rights, okay? You can't that's do that the, to me. That's where people argue. You can't do that to me. Okay. Yes, I can. Yes, people I can. Don't, people don't. People don't like rules, and people don't follow rules. And and but and how many reason, people whine and complain about wearing a mask? Right. You're, you're starting reason, to sound. You're starting to sound like a liberal now. Stop it. Yeah, but hold on. The reason that they don't follow the rules is because there's no consequences. Correct. So let, let's create consequences. Have, but it's hard to do because people don't want to create consequences. And, and it's this, this, oh, he made a mistake. It'll be better next time, okay? Like, I'm sorry. It's so much bullshit. Making, making a mistake, okay, is like, shoplifting or something when you're 12 years old or 13 years old. That's a mistake. Okay? Right. Right. Owning an illegally acquired handgun is not a mistake. You you either yeah, but... you either beat somebody up and took it away from them or you paid money for it knowing that there are laws against that. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because there's lawyers out there that'll twist things. Okay. That's why I said so, a mandatory sentence. There's no arguing it. Well, yeah, but there's always a way to argue it. That's the problem. Okay. Well, there's no. When you have a mandatory sentence, you have to. All you have to do now is prove that he had the gun. Yeah. Uh, yes, he's okay. going to say, "Oh, that was my brother's, and I didn't know it was in the car." Okay. Depends on uh-huh. whether it's got your fingerprints on it. Well, yeah, but Christopher, I had a little bit of mental problems because, I don't know, I slammed my dick in the door that morning and I wasn't concentrating and by mistake I went out and bought an illegal handgun and blah, 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 okay? I'm sorry, I, I sound I sound uh, pessimistic. I am. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. 
I have this I have this problem at work continuously when people make mistakes. People in my mind continue to make mistakes because there's no consequences to their mistakes. Okay? And it's the same in life. There's just no consequences. So they'll keep on fucking up and doing what they want to do. It's that simple. Should we talk some more about football? Yeah, okay, what let's go back to football agenda, now. We've, we've, we've wasted what, what enough a, time. What else is that? on your agenda, Charles? What else is on your not agenda? Dr. Chantelle Lussier penned an essay about her sadness at the season's cancellation. Who's she? I don't know. She was apparently going to be... Uh, she was actually going to be a person when they were talking about doing the bubble and she was going to actually be one of the people in the bubble dealing with uh, dealing with uh, you know uh, fatigue and uh, you know any psychological issues with players and personnel that was in the bubble is it literally possible for a tumbleweed to roll through on a show, radio show, because I think Why? that's what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> I have tumbleweeds out in the yard. I'm Ugh. trying to read this. I'm trying to read this article. I actually read it. Thought it was pretty good, but she's yeah. also a CFL fan, so she she she's kind of crapped out like everybody else that there's no season. Yeah. Yeah, I I understand that. I'm kind of crapped out too that there's no season. I am completely. CJ doesn't have that same problem because he wouldn't have gone to a game this year. Well, mind you, he was going to a game with Todd this year, so at least that's what he said. In October, I was supposed to go too. Right. Right. Okay, Jackson Jeffcoat will never opt out of contract. He has a backup plan. What's that? And well, this this was an interesting article, okay? Um, yeah, that's why I put it the, in. I thought it was pretty good. In the Winnipeg Sun. And, uh, well, he's got a typical backup plan. He's he's going to be a commercial realtor in Texas. Big deal, right? Yep. Okay, good good for him. You know, Andrew Harris is a, is a realtor in Winnipeg or Vancouver. A lot of football players work in realty. Yeah, it's pretty. It, Paul McCallum's a realtor. Um, it, it, it's just kind of what it's what people do that really can't get a good a real job. Okay, um, it gives you a lot of flexibility. Yeah, like kind of like being a teacher, only without the degree. Okay. Um, so no, they're but, bad at us. <laughs> no, they're bad at us. Is, is there any demographic of people I haven't pissed off yet? <laughs> Because I can go at them too. Uh, anyhow, um, he says he's not opting out of his NFL contract, which ex- will expire in February. Anyhow, um, he knows that at 29 years old, 29 years of age, that his odds of, of 
acquiring an NFL deal or slim to nil. Uh, if the NFL team hasn't already expressed interest in his, he's not, you know, why would he even go up and make any effort in it? He's not interested in being a, a, a practice body to go and get hurt, beat up by this. And he says, I'm okay with the CFL. I like the CFL. I like playing here. It's given me a good life. I, I hope to come back next year. Um, and going from there. And and no, good, good for him. I, I like this. Yeah. That's good. And more people uh, like him should stop, should be like him, and you set up a back pla- backup plan. Unlike that goofball we talked about last week saying that the CFL did this on purpose. And the other guys that are just whining and complaining. You right? You know what? This has hit everybody. Go out and figure something out. You see, for me, the thing the thing that people don't think about, okay, is if I uh, had been a professional football player, I would have done it like this. I would have got to play football for six months. And then I would have had another six months to make some more money at something else. And the way I looked at it, I could double my income in one year. Okay. And a lot of those guys don't think that way. Because they're young and, and they don't think that way. But some of them do, and I'm sure those are the guys that after their career is over, they'll be that much further ahead. I know one of the one of the things Nick Lewis is always saying is that you have to plan. Okay, so, you know, most guys will have something called the plan B. Nick Lewis has always said you need a life plan because football yes. does not last forever. And and everybody knows football doesn't last forever. Mm-hmm. So you would think that more of them would start a life plan earlier than later. Just saying. Well, isn't that what you're supposed to go to college for? Aren't you supposed to come out with a degree that's supposed to be... Yeah, um, like something that uh, you do. Why would uh, you go into you go? But right. most of them go well, to football and, and take philosophy or something. Well, no, but but it's pretty tough to get a degree when you're playing college football. They say it's it's very hard because of the time restraints. And let's face it, you're there to play football. Um, but there have been a number of guys who, in the off season, what do they do? They go back to school to finish their degree. And a lot of guys have done that. Okay? A lot of guys haven't, but there's been a lot of guys who've done that. And that's what you do eventually. Like uh, Brandon Brandon Smith just retired from the Stampeders. And Brandon Smith is, uh, is a, a chartered accountant, and he's always been a chartered accountant. And it's what he does in the off-season. And he's been building towards his retirement and he's doing just fine. You know what I mean? So there you go. 
But there's, I think those guys are far and few between. A lot of guys, a lot of guys, they don't think about what they're going going to do until after their career is done, and in a lot of situations, that's too late. You're you're going to struggle for a number of years before you find that thing. Yeah. Right. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, I know. Uh, yep. Adam Bigill does investments, and Mark Lyonuzzi is an investment guy too. Yeah, and and it, these are people who have taken their degrees. I mean, Mark Lyonuzzi got a degree in business management from Harvard. 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 Yep. So yep. I mean, I mean, hey, you know, more power to him. He's better than the you know the guys who didn't get a degree or ended up one in philosophy or or art painting by numbers or something i don't know but you know it's the same thing is that you you have to prepare for life i mean shit i i went back to school three different times yeah after football a lot of guys go back to school and good for them to finish their degree or to to improve their degree And a lot of them try to do it in the off season, picking up courses here, there, and everywhere. Those are the um, the guys who believe that it's uh, it's important. And you know, football does not last. I mean, there's there's very, 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 very few people in their 30s playing football. Yep. Even like uh, when you do make it, most guys their career is very short, like three or four years. Right. And. There's usually only a handful of them that go into coaching and management, football management, right? I mean, we I honestly don't think that's guys. a great career. Well, no, it's not a great career, but it still pays and it still keeps you involved in the game. And a lot of guys want to stay involved in the game, believe it or not. So, I mean, you can make a pretty decent living, I would assume, but it's also it's also a high pressure job. Right? So, yes, guys, it's a high-pressure job even in the CFL. Oh, it is. It is. How do you make the job easier for management in the CFL? What would be the one thing that you could do to make the job easier for management in the CFL? Nothing? Really? Really? No, no, I, just, I, 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 I know something, but I, I know something, but I can't say it in public. Why? <laughs> because I can't say we haven't pulled anything. any punches yet this tonight. We we pretty well, much everywhere. You haven't. You haven't. Oh, I think you have. It was a racially related kind of thing, so I'm not going to say that. Sorry. No, no, that's not um, what I mean. Not racially, ratioy. You can. You tell me. Oh. Dump the ratio. Well, yeah, but that would make management really jobs free. Now you're really gonna get hate mail, Christopher. So why? I don't know. Because I've tried that. People didn't like it. They told me I was crazy. That well, I'm you not. You are, real but that's fan. beside the point. That I'm not a real fan and I don't know CFL and I don't know football. Okay, I got all those comments. 
Really? Yes. Oh God. Mm-hmm. You might as well just, just go argue with the this, this this guy on on my Facebook page about this NFL football guy. What's his name? Jacob Blake. Oh yeah. God. I haven't looked back there for a while. Is it still going on? Please tell me it's not. Why does this only happen on on, on nights that I'm uh, I have a podcast? But you know, remember a couple weeks ago or three weeks ago or so when when I told you that the with a hog pile that it, it was on fire here in Merritt. Yeah. Do you remember? Right. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes There's yes. a fire tonight. It's huge. Another one. Uh, yeah, another one. It's really big. Well, yeah. Okay. I'm getting attacked by a bunch of Jewish people. What? <laughs> you got to start looking for groups you haven't pissed off because everyone's coming at you every which oh, way. Charles, Charles, he'd have to open his own internet to find those people, okay? <laughs> Just true. How do I find those people again? Yeah. I really, I I did, this Jacobs guy, I really did like the knife he was brandishing. I think I'm going to buy one of those. That's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. I actually that got a, a friend cool. of mine that will make you one if you want. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes great knives. Okay. Yeah. Let, let, a, let me know I'm if big, I, I need to hook you up. I, I'm a big Forged in Fire fan, so. Yeah. Well, I'm a closet blacksmith. Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah. I've you got a, a couple forges. You have a oh. you have a blacksmith shop in your in your closet? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, it would be too warm. Okay. I have a blacksmith shop in my 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 shop. I have a couple of forges and and a lot of hammers. I really like hammers, and uh-huh. I have a couple of really really big, heavy, really nice anvils. Uh, always looking for another anvil. If anybody out there in Radio Land's got a nice anvil, I'm kind of looking for one. Although probably like a 250 pounder. It's got a ring like a bell. I want a Chinese garbage. Did I just say that? Yes. You did. I saw something the other day. The pile. (laughs) Do you know what COVID is? It's the thing from China that's lasted the longest. It's the only thing made in China that's lasted this long. Oh, boy. (laughs) I did, I did, uh, I did give a fellow shit this morning at the gym for not wiping off his equipment after he used it. It really annoyed me. So, once again, following the rules, people don't like to do it.
you spell kumbai? Kumbaya? Huh? Kumbaya? How do you spell it? I don't know if anyone's that? ever spelled it. Maybe they just say it. Yeah. Kumbaya. So K U M B A space Y A. That would be pretty close. Honestly, if it were wrong, I wouldn't know. But it kind of sounds good, doesn't it? Yep. Oh, hey, it is. But it's actually one word. There's no space. Okay, i got to take the space out. Well, you know, never mind. I'm, I'm not going to bring this one on the radio. Maybe we'll talk to you guys later about it because... <laughs> There's certain okay. subjects I probably don't want to cross. This one would get Neil you mad. You get to this now? <laughs> hey, I haven't even started, Charles. Talking oh, about. Boy. Yeah, I think that would... I think we should have a... I think we should create a new podcast, Charles. Call it Christopher Jones Uncensored. What is this? Well, Oh, 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 you don't want to go into the dark depths of my mind. First ever yes, podcast yes, that was I canceled. I, I, I find it, I find it, I would think it would be very interesting. Do they ever, do they ever kick podcasts off the air? I don't, Howard Stern's had a podcast for years. How, how could he possibly be right. worse than, right. I mean, or, or how could I be all the time. Right, I agree. I agree. I mean, hasn't he got a blowjob live on air from people? Oh, my Lord. I don't know. I'm just picturing a mob of angry people with torches marching through merit. Yeah, I know. And they they walk up to the pearly gates, which is the front of Christopher's property, and he shoots all of them. Okay? So. Yeah, that's true. Okay. That would be a show, let me tell you. Yeah. Well, I I would start. I, I really want that. I want a political podcast. I really want a political podcast. Okay. Uh, talk about things just like this. And Will, you you could be on the show. I know you could. Uh, you hold up your end quite well, uh, Charles. I don't know. You're a little well, too soft. No offense. Um, probably. Yeah, but. I'm not willing to put up the money. I I I don't have the money or the time to do it. I do have the money. I did, and I don't have the time. I do not have the time. But I don't. I can't. It would be a waste of money because I don't know. I can do it on Facebook. I can just rant all day, and, and I do. <sighs> Deep sigh. Okay. Uh, Toronto Sun. May, the CFL may look to the XFL for innovations. How? What idiot came up with this one? What innovations I, I, does the XFL have? They, they they don't actually exist. They went bankrupt. Their innovations weren't that good. They've been bought out of bankruptcy by The Rock. Okay? And the only thing that's happened is he, he got helmets delivered to him. Yeah. What innovation do they have? I like the kickoff rule. I like Will's suggestion. Get rid of the kickers. You know, I, I, 
and, and we're not, the three of us are not these people, so don't take this the wrong way. But I'm really we're not getting what? sick and tired of, we're not this way, okay? We don't think this way. But I'm really getting sick and tired of people who thinks we should start adopting other league's rules in the CFL. The CFL is very unique in itself, and I don't think it has to be touched or changed. And I think more people should adopt the CFL rules because I don't think the CFL is that is a bad game. It's a great game. Most A lot of people don't fix what's not broken in my mind. Well, exactly. What is broken with the CFL except for the ratio rule? Well, the ratio rule and the finances currently, but... But that's not the rules of the game. That has to do with no, marketing. No, no, that right. That's the business structure of the CFL and, and the owners, okay? And and it, it, it's wrong. It's seriously fucked up. I'm, I'm the first to admit that. And, you know, and, and maybe it is time for the older gentlemen in gentlemen's in the league to, to go somewhere else because they're not helping the league right now. And uh, I, I, I don't think I've said that ever before, but I'm starting to get that way. This, this league needs a, an anima. And I, I kind of agree. I mean, are there tweaks that can be made uh, to the, like, We've all said that we should get rid of like the the ratio rule and stuff like that, but in terms of actual gameplay, I think the rules are pretty damn good. I like them better than the NFL rules by quite a by quite a bit. But everyone's looking for to change things. You're right, but and like Will said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why do we need to do that? I don't know. I, I like the the CFL the way it is. Okay. Uh, I, although I would change the ratio right now. I think I, I, I've been with this league now for 48 years. And I think that it's time that we moved on from it. I, I, I honestly believe that there was a time and a place for this rule. And I think it's gone. And it, the ratio needs to go away. My just just my particular position. And you know what? Two years ago, two years ago, I would have argued with you about that, but I've I've put lots of thought behind this, and I think the way we're going to increase the revenues in the CFL is by number one, getting better players. Number two, have players that people from the U.S. would be interested in following. That means American players, sorry. And uh, and market to that fact. And I think it'll make a huge difference. And I think it will improve the product as long as we keep the CFL rules. Yeah. And I always still say that when you're watching a game and you see a player making a play and stuff like that, that it 
did it pop into your head? Oh, this guy's a Canadian. I don't think I've ever thought that. I'm like, the guy made a good play. Who cares where he's You know from? what? You know what? I don't think I don't think in the foot in football it's something um, that people notice. I think in other sports it's something that people notice. Like for example, when I when I watch UFC and and one of the guys fighting is Canadian, I like that. I identify with that. But that's a little bit different because there's not yes. that many Canadians in that no, sport. So no, when it's more this rare is, to see a Canadian, that's just natural. Right, right. So this is the only league in the world that has a ratio. Right. I, can, so, do you guys follow basketball at all? Somewhat. Not a, not not uh, religiously or anything like that. Did you think it was cool when Steve ask? Nash was doing good things? Yes, I did. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Did Steve Nash get into the NBA because they held a seat available to him because he was a Canadian and they felt sorry for him? Of course not. No, he, no, he got into he the, really he got the NBA for being the best basketball player there was. Yep. Right? For a short yep. little shit, he did awesome. Okay? Two-time MVP. That is why yes. I believe we should get rid of the ratio, and then we can be proud of the Canadians that are in the CFL. I agree. I think it should be even playing ground. You can compete okay. evenly with everybody else to make the league. Yeah. Because uh, I've said that too, that I'd far rather see a player um, get a spot that he earned rather than have it given to him because of what his birth certificate says. It's true statement. Mm-hmm. Right? And seeing a more talented player get cut because of that. That's not right. I I, I think that if we got a Canadian, if, if there was only one Canadian, if there was only one Canadian playing in the CFL, only one, everybody would be cheering for him. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. Okay? We'd all know his name. We would all know what team he played on. We'd all know everything about him because he deserved to be there. Yep. Okay? Now, I'm not saying that all Canadians, and, and there would only be one Canadian good enough to make the CFL. I honestly believe that, you know, there's probably going to be a half a dozen Canadians on each team. It's, it, it's highly possible. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Okay. I mean, why wouldn't there be? But I don't know. To me, that's one of the rules in the CFL I would change. I would not go and take any of the innovations that the XFL has because I don't believe the XFL has any um, innovations that we need. Our kickoff's not broken. I much prefer the five-yard no yards call to the fair catch. Okay. 
none of that really is relevant on a kickoff. It's more relevant on a punt because you really don't get that downfield fast enough on a kickoff. No. Okay. But on a punt, you do. So would you rather slow up the, the guys on the punt? Well, didn't they try that? The, the O-line wasn't allowed to leave the O-line until the ball was kicked. Wasn't that a new rule a couple of years ago? And they were flagging O-linemen for being downfield already? Yeah. Yeah, that was a rule that they made. Mm-hmm. So, anyhow, yeah, that's uh, kind of what's happening. And we'll go from there. Like, seriously. Rick Campbell thinks the CFL will bounce back. Well, yeah. So do I. Don't you? I think they they should use this time to to just revamp a few things, uh, get better marketing in place, and then come back stronger. I I don't think that can happen, Charles. They probably don't have the money. It, it's not the money. It's really not the money. And I, I, I'm going to go back to something I said earlier. The CFL needs an enema. You can't fix something. What, what What's the first step in recovery? Anybody? Realizing you have a problem. Right. Yes. Admitting that there is a problem. Yes. And I don't believe the CFL has admitted they have a problem yet. No, you're right about that. You can't fix something if you don't know it's broke. Mm-hmm. Right. Seriously. That's the problem. I mean, yeah. Because they've got to fix, I mean, their marketing, CFL marketing has been atrocious for years now. And they need to get some proper marketing people in there to do it properly. But they don't. They go on the cheap. And it's not just the league itself, it's the individual teams. I don't even think the BC Lions has a marketing department anymore. Back when Bobby Ackles returned from the NFL, whole other ball the game. Mark, yeah, they were one of the best marketed teams in maybe in pro sports because he got it. And why did he get it? Because he had been down in the NFL for um, so many years. He saw the marketing machine down there. And I think he brought a lot of those principles up to this back to the CFL when he returned. We miss Bobby Ackles. The CFL misses God, Bobby yes. Ackles. Yep. Um, he created something that every team should do. It's called the Water Boys. 
And it's a group of businessmen. He's gone out into the business community, and he talked to the CEOs, the presidents, the owners, the everything else in the, in the Vancouver area. And he, they meet once a month. They have the, a good old boys luncheon, and they sit around, and they drink scotch and smoke cigars. And they talk about all sorts of different business things, but they all talk about football, and they all became supporters of the BC Lions. That happened under Bobby Ackles back in the early, what, 1980s? How long has it been? No, early 2000s, sorry. Early 2000s when he returned. Er, early 2000s. And the Waterboys still exist today. Yep. And I get in arguments with people like Dylan Sweets, uh, the Ryder fan, who is all happy about the amount of T-shirts that the Saskatchewan Rough Riders sell. But in reality, BC brings in more money every year by having these the Waterboys as sponsors. Okay? They buy tickets, they promote the team, they do all of these things because they're part of a club. It's like the yep. Rotary Club. It's like, you know, the Masons. It's like whatever, but it's the Waterboys. And this is brilliant. This is absolutely brilliant. Now, I understand that BC has greater access to large buckets of money than, say, Winnipeg or Regina or even Edmonton. I don't know about Calgary anymore. I don't know whether there's still large buckets of money in that city. Uh, Will, you could answer that one a lot better. Uh, Toronto could do this. Toronto could do this. Without question, Toronto could do it. I'm sure Montreal could get away with it. Hamilton, good possibility. Ottawa, without question. Why, why isn't it being done? It's absolutely brilliant. And it's, it has saved the BC Lions, without question. And it's going to, they're not going to go away. If, if, the, if the new owners, if there are new owners, and they do anything to upset the water boys, oh my good God. I don't know what we'll That's do. We, we won't great. have a, yeah, it would be terrible. So, I mean, that, that is something that when you find something that works really, really, really well, the idea is to duplicate it. It's called a cookie cutter. You can take this exact format and cookie cutter it and make another cookie just like it in Winnipeg and another one in Regina and in Toronto and just do it. And it might not be as successful, but Winnipeg and Saskatchewan aren't hurting quite as much as franchises. They still have nope. – their gates are huge. And can you imagine getting the, the businesses in those communities behind the team as well on a large scale, on a welcoming scale? That's why the BC Lions are winning. They're winning this game. Far better than what Toronto is. Far better than what Saskatchewan is or Winnipeg. They're doing it because they're doing it from a position of power. And, and, and it doesn't matter how many times I say this to people. And I can say it till I'm blue in the face. They do not understand the power of business. Because they're not business people. Anybody who says that the players need more money is not a business person. They don't know what they're talking about. I'm not disagreeing that the players don't need more money, but where the fuck do you expect it to come from? Yes, they get it from somewhere. 
got to get it from some without question. So let's make, build this a be, better league. Let's make it a bigger league. Let's make it more powerful. Making it a bigger league doesn't mean Halifax. It means Fargo, North Dakota. I know I'm going to get shit on for saying America. I honestly believe that if a, 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 a union right now between the XFL and the CFL would be the best thing for both leagues. Mm-hmm. XFL adapts CFL rules. They're not trying to mimic the NFL. They're not trying to copy. They're not trying to be the NFL. They're trying to be the CFL, which has been successful. Run two parallel leagues, one in Canada, one in America. The winners play each other. I am oh, so by the way, people, excited sorry. about that one. What's that? I just think, by the way, there are people out there, oh, we tried, extan- we tried expansion uh, to the US, the U.S. before, and it didn't work. Um, okay, so if we're only trying things once and not trying it ever again, why is there a CFL team in Ottawa? Why is there a CFL team in Montreal? Because both of those cities had CFL teams that failed. So if we're only oh, trying oh, things oh, once... Hang on, Charles. Yeah. Let's include Regina, uh, Calgary, Edmonton, BC, uh, Hamilton. All of those teams have gone bankrupt. Yeah. Right. Okay. They've just been saved. So we should stop trying them. Okay. BC Stupid. three times. A, Saskatchewan yeah. had two telethons. Yeah. Exactly. So if something doesn't, uh, if we went by the premise that if we tried it once and it didn't work, there would be no CFL. The CFL would be out of business. So I, I, I hear people make that argument, and I always shake my head because it doesn't make sense. That doesn't, you just don't try something once and it doesn't work and say, oh, well, forget it. Maybe you just didn't do it right the first time. In fact, they didn't do it right the first time because no, no. basically they were looking for anybody that would give them a check. They didn't vet these guys. You got a bunch of clowns that were ownerships. Do, but I like you do Lonnie. your due diligence, it could work. I like Lonnie. He doesn't mind speaking his mind. That's because he's a lot like you that way, so that's probably why I, you I, like him. He, well, he's part of the CFL, our Let's Talk group. I mean, I, I yes, respect him for that. And and he, he comes out with very good comments. He knows what he's talking about. Can't run a business for shit, but, uh, you know, so what? Yep. Um, I have a question for you guys. What CFL team's fan base do you respect the most? Hmm. Will? Put you on the spot that's here. That, yeah, that's something I'm going to have to think about. Well, we've only got seven minutes, um, four, six minutes left in the show. We don't have a lot I know, of time. I know. Oh, I know. You know what? I've almost liked the Eskimos fan base. Believe it okay. or not. Okay. Okay. Uh, Charles? I, I think. Personally, no, I go was ahead, going Will. to say go, Hamilton. Will, Will, go ahead. Go ahead with your yeah. comment. Uh, I think Calgary's fan base sucks, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm not happy with BC's. Okay. I think BC has some great fans, but there's just not very many of us. Mm-hmm. Um. Charles, what's your answer? I was going to say Hamilton. 
Okay. I've Toronto's never had got some great with fans Hamilton too. People, I, I, I do know. like I do like Ottawa's as well. Yeah. Go ahead, ask me the question. Who are your Who's yours? The Baltimore Stallions. They've lost their team twenty somewhat thirty some years ago, and they're still fans. They're still strong. They still go to Grey Cup games. I respect really their fans. Answer. Unbelievable. I thought about that today, and I just went, "Yeah, it's just they are. They are without. They are the epitome. They, they are what the CFL is about. They don't have a team, and they're still fans." And haven't for a long time. And, I mean, you could say the same thing about Halifax, but I don't think so. I mean, Halifax has uh, CFL the, fans. I don't doubt that. The Halifax have... team is entitled. The Halifax guys are entitled. Yeah. But Baltimore Stallion fans, I respect. I mean, how can you not? Both of you guys, you came up with great answers. Without question, Edmonton fan base is is been loyal and faithful for a lot of years. Hamilton has gone through some of the driest. I they've just been a terrible team for so long, and they've never really been a good team since the '60s. And um, yeah, it's just it just goes on. And Toronto's got the the what do they call those guys again? Is it the boatmen or? No, they've got a name for themselves. They, you yeah, know, I know who you're talking about. I Frank don't and John called, and and, and yeah, they, got a yeah. Name. I don't remember what they call them, but I know I know who you're talking about. They they are they are fanatics. I mean, that's the true yep. word of of fan. They are fanatics, and uh, yeah, it's just there's just not enough of them, right? And, and it does, and you can't share it. You can't share that passion and emotion. It's not working. But Baltimore, and hats off to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to give you have to give uh, you have to give Winnipeg a, a heads up too, because hey man, after twenty eight years, they still had fans. Without question, and and I mean they went through some shitty, shitty years, right? Yeah, they did. Years, Jeff Reinbold era. Oh yeah, it was just awful. Just awful. And and but you could say the same about every team. I think every team has had terrible years. Not twenty eight of them, but they've all gone through their droughts. Yep. Some of those droughts have hurt phenomenally. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we got to No, it's 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 only one minute, Charles. I'm going to shut up the oh, show yeah, now, guys. This the is the end of it. Uh, yep. This has been uh, Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number 451. I hope you kind of got something out of it. I we got sidetracked again, but then there's, there's no football season, so what do you expect? we got to talk about something, and we just moved all over the map. I, I think we've got some great ideas on how to improve the CFL. I, I really should sit down and write an article on this one. I've been bantering it around for a long time. Will even threw it out there. Um, think about this one before I leave. What 
single play changed the outcome of a Grey Cup game? What dirty play changed the outcome of a Grey Cup game? I'm going to leave that thought with you. Charles, say goodnight. I know the answer. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. William, go for it. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again. Sparky, it's up to you.